Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What Do You Want to Talk About? My name is John, and I am joined by my friend Courtney. Courtney, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm all right for it being, you know, the end days. Yes, the end days are here. <laughs> Not to be confused with the end of days, which is a terrible wrestling move. Uh, no, right out both, the gate. Both terrible situations, just different levels. <laughs> Absolutely. Baron Corbin's way worse than a quarantine. <laughs> he is a walking quarantine. <laughs> oh, I, poor Baron Corbin. I don't even dislike him. I just it's so I don't easy either. To rag on him. Yeah, it's, it's so easy to rag on him. That's all. It really is, and I mean, he's. I think they're one true heel that everybody yeah. hates it's just so easy it just you know it's an easy joke what can i say <laughs> so uh we are almost in the end days but let's go back to the beginning courtney how do we know each other uh the internets yes Wrestling twitter i think yes do you recall how we were introduced no <laughs> all right it was i believe it was uh kensington gore Heineken oh, yeah. Rana, uh, aka I believe Feral Honey now. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, we were introed by her because you had just gotten into Chikara. Right, that makes sense. And you, that makes sense. I believe she said hello, everyone. This is this is Courtney. She just got into Chikara. Send her some matches, and I went, oh, cool. Yep. And I sent that, you a bunch of stuff. That sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I guess fast friends from there, huh? We have been friends for quite a many of years it's, at this point. It's, uh, it, yeah, it's been a long while. It's been a long, in terms of like internet friends, we, we're really trucking. It's impressive. Oh yeah. We are, Um, I, th- I like, I think the only other like person that I would consider, uh, I guess I have to watch my step here, who I consider an internet like. I think the only person who's on a level that you are on that is uh, an internet. Well, I mean, but we've we've hung out in real life a couple of times. We have. We have. So it's kind of hard for me to go like, I think this other person would be on the same level as that. Cause We're I mean, like actual friends. We are actual friends. Actual friends, yeah. Internet friends who became actual friends. Mm-hmm. Through... Uh, through ups and downs. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Quite literally. Uh, oh, what was Lord. the first time we hung out? Was the first time we hung out was that when you came to L.A. for New Japan? I think so. Yeah, I'm Wait, pretty is, sure. Is that the first and only time? I think so. That weekend huh. that I flew into L.A. for some terrible reason. Hey, it was fun. Um, it, well, the, the, going there was fun. L.A. is just not fun. No. Well, but, I, I live here now, so. That's true. But yeah. still, not fun, I guess. It's just so it's just so much traffic. I don't know how you people do it. You know, I have never really minded the traffic here. I guess it's because I, I don't know why traffic bothers me considering I don't really drive anyway, but it's right. just the principle of the thing. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, there are some times when it's just very daunting, but I try to, you know, despite me being me, I try to look for the the half half full 
So I'm like, oh, I can listen to podcasts now. That's great. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I've listened to seven podcasts and I've gone two miles. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's a lot. But I mean, no traffic right now. (laughs) (laughs) We have to laugh in the face of global economic collapse. Otherwise, we're all broken. Yes, basically. So, Courtney, what is it that you want to talk about today? You know, I was giving this some thought and I thought there's only one thing that I've been basically talking about for the past, gosh, at least six months of my life. And that is BTS, the Korean pop band. Yes. So I have noticed this trend. Uh, I'm not, you know, what? I'm sorry. You, I don't want to call- notice it has taken over my existence. Yes. And I don't want to call it a trend because that ma- makes it sound <laughs> like it's it's just like a it's just a here for a couple of minutes thing. Mm hmm. Uh, but this is for me, for like from a distance, and I'm seeing like you tweet about it. This is like when you first got into wrestling levels of, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hardcore. Like it's bad. It's uh, I mean, so I know nothing about about BTS. So you were you were just gonna have to run me through this. Oh man. I've never heard a song. I've, oh really? Yeah, Gosh. never heard a song. I've never uh, I just know of their existence and I know it has become like a worldwide phenomenon. Yep. They're pretty much my favorite band ever at this point. Um I don't know. I don't even know how to I don't even know how to introduce people to their wonder. Like, I just love them so deeply. And it's so serious. It's like such a dorky thing to be like, I'm 30 and I love this Korean pop band. But like, genuinely, they make me the happiest person on earth. So why? I've only been into them for a couple months. So why is that? Why do they make you the happiest, happiest person on earth? What is it about them? I think it was a combination of I just discovered them at the right time when like I needed something to kind of grab onto and I needed to get into something new because I kind of like just got tired of dealing with like really terrible people in wrestling. So I was just done with wrestling. Uh, and it just so happened that I found BTS and it was like the perfect amalgamation of me desperately needing something to identify myself with and them <laughs> being there. And also because I just genuinely really enjoy them. Like I really like their music. They're really great at um social media but not so much like using twitter and stuff using other forms of social media so that Mm -hmm. you get to it feels like you know them as people even though obviously you don't i'm not crazy (laughs) Um, (laughs) but they they use the internet in a really interesting way to reach internationally that i think is incredibly genius from a business perspective and no american bands really do that and i kind of just admire their tenacity and their kind of come from out of nowhere story uh, so I think I genuinely just like them all as human beings. Like they're good people. And also I was just a fragile woman who needed something. <laughs> they were there. <laughs> so they, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. It looks like they've been, well, their first album came out in 2014 mm-hmm. and they have released in, they've released albums in Korean and Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've been around since they, they've been a band for like, 10 years ish but they like kind of debuted in 2013 but most of them were like in like in korea you have to go through like a training program where you sign up to be a trainee of a certain company and if they accept you then you like practice with a bunch of other trainees and until they kind of 
basically it's like kind of kind of a menudo style okay okay audition and you get put into like a trainee group and then you and the trainees work together on like dances and singing and like you know kind of like a in a way kind of like a an arts camp uh, if you will where you learn all these different things and you right. try to and then they decide to form a band the company so when they decide to form a band, they usually try and pick a couple people that they think, you know, like these people flow together well or their voices are work out and stuff like that. So they picked the leader of the band and then they kind of branched out from there and slowly added more and more people until they kind of thought this is the seven. This is the group that, you know, the, the, the seven of them, their personalities, their musical talents, their styles, they mesh well. And then they debuted in 2013. Um, because their new album just came out and it's called seven because it's been seven years since they like debuted and have been really like officially together map of the soul oh it's so good i just bought a third copy today (laughs) Uh, okay so why so many copies it just came out um so another thing that's cool about korean pop music uh, korean music in general um that i i really like is i think you'll understand this and probably some of your listeners will understand this because we're all in the same age range um us millennials uh, part of the things i really liked when i was a teenager and really getting into bands and and all these things was like collecting things so like having posters to put up and mm-hmm. when you're a teenager my room was decked out in green day posters and all these different things that would come in teen bop magazine and all these stuff like that so in korean um music at least a lot what loud with a lot of these k-pop groups the album is like it's like one aspect <laughs> of their their insane like takeover okay but the album there's like four different versions so we get the album and it's the same cd it's the same music in all of them but you might they'll have like photo shoot one photo shoot two three and four for this album for example and they'll all be differently different themes and so when you open it you get like a different poster every time you get a different card of a every one comes with a different like kind of sort of like your prom photo you know like a little card that you have carry in your wallet of a different band members so people buy multiple copies because you're trying to you want to get collect like collect all. things so i have three there's four versions for this album and i have one of each i'm still missing four because no target ever has it um so they're marked they are marked appropriately so you're not just randomly yeah they're marked one two three and four so you okay. know like what photo shoot like number four is like the school shoot. So you would, if you want the school shoot and they release like the pictures for the posters ahead of time. So, you know, like, Ooh, I'm really into this photo. This one makes them look like Victorian dandies, which is my favorite one. (laughs) Um, So I bought that one first and then you don't know what else is in it. So you don't know what card you get or things like that. Um, So it's fun to collect the kind of cards. And I have a whole group on, like of my friends that I've met through BTS that we like trade cards with each other. If like someone gets someone else's favorite, you know, we'll switch back and forth. Wow. And things like that. This... Oh, I, I have a whole, I found a whole bunch of friends on discord. I didn't even know what discord was until about <laughs> five months ago. Really? But a girl I uh, follow and who I've known for ages because we are both wrestling fans. I huh. started tweeting about BTS. She sent me a DM and said, Hey, we have a discord where it's just, um, older fans like older than you know 22 right. <laughs> all of us like kind of 30 year old millennial fans um all of us talk on like a discord and we all live in the midwest so you want to join it and i was like sure what the fuck is a discord <laughs> so i joined it and ever since then like we, there's probably like 20 of us or so but we talk every day about everything just not even bts stuff we're just like genuine friends now but we talk every day we've had meetups where we like they'll do um 
like different coffee houses for like the birthdays of the boys will have like cup sleeve events and different things where you go and you like bring food to donate to charity and someone will give you like a cup sleeve for like your Starbucks cup or whatever with them on it. And so you donate money and then you all get to meet each other and stuff. So I've been to Milwaukee to hang out with them. I went to the city. I went to see Eric Nam, who's a great, um, he's uh, American and Korean musical artist who used to, who works in Korea a lot and does a lot of like Korean interviews with, um, k-pop bands we all went to see him and it was like six of us and like half of us are from here and half of us are from milwaukee that's crazy. and we all just met up because of bts and it's hard enough to make friends when you're 30 so like, you uh, need can't confirm i mean <laughs> i recently made like three new friends and i was like this is great <laughs> it's so exciting I'm, I know, always, right? I'm like oh my god you're a friend and i did not work with you or go to high school with you it's amazing yeah. or it- college like, and I, I mean, I moved too. So the, this is yeah, even like true. a little bigger for, I'm just like, I'm almost 40 and I made three new friends. Let's, let's go. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's so nerdy that I'm like, oh my God, friendship. Hey, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with friendship. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No. So what do you think the, cause they're, I mean, they're, they're big all over the world, but it seems like they got really big here recently. Mm-hmm. What do you think the 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 crossover is from because you know sometimes it's it's hard to make it in in america when you're oh yeah i think it's a couple different things i think part of it is their general personalities because they have so many different things where they they, they really monopolized the market and did promotion in a like kind of it sounds like because they're such a big band it sounds weird to say like they did it in an underground way but at least for me when i got into bts i realized that they have a like kind it's like an online show called run bts and it's the best thing i've ever seen it's basically like a variety show like uh scavenger hunt weird hour i don't even know how to describe it but their management like sends them these little tasks where they have to like go out and do a scavenger hunt or go like uh bungee jumping or do all these things and so they like record them doing all these things they went when they were here for their concert last year one of the episodes was them going to six flags um and they had like having to ride roller coasters and they just record themselves doing all this stuff and put it on the internet as like 30 minute episodes wow so you watch all these episodes on online and it like you really get a feel for who they are as people like who's terrified of everything and who just jumps at the chance to do everything and they love to make each other have to speak English and embarrass each other because they're only some of them are so good. And so I think in terms of people who are fans with them, they're like really supportive of them as people because like they make it very much feel like they you know them and you know their personality types and stuff. So when they go on TV in America and stuff, you you get really excited because you're like, oh, I wonder if this person's going to act up, you know, in this role and be silly or this person's going to dance and things like that. Um so I think that has helped because people who are fans of them are like hardcore fans. Like, it's not like I'm a fan of this band and if they come to town, I'll go see them. I'm like, when they're on TV, I watch it. Like I plan things to go and be like, when they did, they did perform like two songs on new year's Eve mm-hmm. for New York. And me and my best friend Casey were like, Oh, well fuck it. We're not going to go out anyway. If we like came over to my house and like <laughs> sat in and waited for them to come on and then like watched it and like, it's 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 like having a sports team in a way. I wow. feel like that's a good yeah. yes. comparison for like 
people who are super into sports and you follow your team mm-hmm. and you watch them through everything and you cheer for them no matter what and you know who gets traded and what things are going on it's kind of like that where like i know what shows they're going to be on i will watch it i know when the new music video is coming up i know that i'm going to stream it at work while i'm on my on working on the desk so that <laughs> my computer gets those numbers up like it's like a group effort of everybody trying really hard because you just you want them to be successful because they they really did kind of are have an underdog story where like they came from out of nowhere. They're not from one of the big uh, Korean record companies. Like the record company they're signed to basically only is successful and exists because of BTS. They're the first band to ever win awards that wasn't part of the like the big music machine at the time. Um, so I think that's partial part of the reason. And I think the other part of the reason is just that they make really good fucking music. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. I only know basic Korean at this point. I have been teaching myself oh, Korean because that's right. I'm that nerdy. Um, but I only understand like so many of the lyrics. But the music's really great. They have a great sense of balance where they'll have they have three rappers and four like traditional singers. Mm-hmm. But um, like their rap shit goes hard. <laughs> like they, have, <laughs> I love hip hop and rap. That's like my favorite genre. So. Their rap stuff and their hip hop stuff is my favorite. So I love listening to that. They have some ballads. They'll have some kind of like dance tunes. They'll have some more like, um, I don't know, pop, traditional pop, like boy band style music. So I feel like there's enough, uh, I don't know, variety. There's variety in their like of different genres where like you can't just listen to one song and be like, I wasn't into that. And it's like, okay, cool. You weren't into like, I'm fine. Try mic drop because that one's like real dancey hip hop. So there's enough balance where I feel like, pretty much anyone could listen to a couple songs by them and be like, yeah, this is pretty good. So. All right. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. And it, I mean, it I also sounds so much. <laughs> it also sounds like, I think you said earlier, they're really utilizing, uh, I guess they're maximizing their minutes, if you will, with, uh, with, the, with the show. And cause that sounds, I don't, I don't think I've heard, but also, I mean, man, I've been real bad about music lately. It's kind of, uh, embarrassing. Oh, yeah. I, I dipped my toe into K-pop and now I can't get out. And also there, I think another thing that really sets them apart with why like American audiences and stuff have kind of grasped onto them is, I don't know about you, but I am really fucking tired of like singer songwriter bullshit. Um, like I love, don't get me wrong, like Mumford and Sons and all the Avid brothers or whatever the hell their names are and all that kind of stuff is like great and I enjoy it at a time. But like, I've really become one of those people that once you watch K-pop in action, it's like, how could I ever go to see anything else? Like their stage performances are unreal. I, I really miss the days of the music video of like TRL and being really excited when someone drops a new video and like everybody goes home yeah. from school to watch it. Like, oh my God, you know, the new Britney Spears video is out or something like that. With them, it's like that where they put so much money and so much work and so much effort into their music videos. I think that also really shows and has gotten, you know, with the internet being such a big thing and YouTube, I think that's gotten a lot of American audiences who wouldn't normally dip into K-pop. They see the music video and they're just like, holy shit, these dudes like, take their music and their performance and like the ambiance of the music video seriously. And they have a whole, I won't get into it, but they have a whole thing where like a lot of their music videos tie together from all the way back from like 2013, 14. There's like a running storyline that goes through so many of their music videos. So if you've seen them all, there's like two hour long videos in YouTube. That's like these music videos explained by a Korean. And so like Korean people will explain like the cultural 
and like the significance of all the stuff that's happening through all these videos. That's crazy. So it's almost like a, I mean, it's almost, oh man, I don't even know how to describe it. It's almost like a musical, uh, like uh, series. I, I would say for like a wrestling fan, it was be like being into like a really long storyline. You know, like so when you're like, in Shikara yeah. and all of a sudden something comes back from Shikara from like four years ago and you're like, what the fuck? Holy shit. Like they tied that together from like 26 shows ago and it's brought back. It's like that where all of a sudden you'll see something in the background of a new music video that ties into something from like two years ago. And you're just like, oh, my God, they haven't forgotten about this. So basically when really basically when uh, Marchi Archie randomly appeared exactly uh i care i think you were at that show uh i've i've every time i've seen marchi uh uh archie i've cried so i love him so much he's what a talent i love I him Archibald. i do too so great um yeah. but yeah i mean i remember that when he came back i mean we can't get into that because that would just no. be when the lot when he i guess traveled back through time and he knocked over quack to take the um the betting guide mm-hmm. or the sports guide and then disappeared again. I, I was, it was around Christmas. I remember yeah, it was the 2015 finale. Yes. Show top uh, banana. I remember, I remember I was in, I was in Christmas in the park with my family and I looked at my phone and I went, Oh my God. And my mom said, did something happen in wrestling? So yes, I I do get what you mean when they. I tied. cried that night because Archie came back and I was sitting front row and I full on lost it because he was my favorite wrestler for so long. And then that was the same night Kim won the yes um, the grand championship and she was the first woman to ever yes. have one of the the Tara championship, but like any big indie yeah. show championship. And I just like burst into tears. But I recall it's watching kind of like that. that. Yeah, so BTS is like that. That's how I feel about them. Like that's how deeply it goes for me now. Yeah, it seems like it goes goes pretty deep. So, would you call their albums? They've been releasing albums since 2014, and it kind of sounds like they have an overarching storyline. So, would you consider their albums concept albums? Um, I don't know if I would consider them concept albums. I think they're all thematic, where they definitely have kind of a theme. Like one of their first song, uh, albums was very much like school themed. Um, about the expectations that parents have on you and that culture has on you and mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, how to be a good son and how to be a good person and all these kind of things. And you should go to college and, or you should do this, that, and the other. Um, and the one that's out now is, uh, sort of based on like the three tenets of self. So like your persona, like their, your ego and the, you know, and shadow are the three, like they're the intro interlude and, uh, outros for the album but it's all about like kind of who you are as a person accepting all the dark and like parts of yourself that you might not like and still like like kind of working through that and being like yeah i do have these negative things about me but this is who what makes me me and stuff and so by the end of the album you're supposed to be you know kind of relieved for who you are and and embracing who you are even though it you kind of struggle with it in the beginning so their albums all definitely have like themes to them. I wouldn't say they're all like intrinsically connected, like one leads into the other or anything like that, but they definitely have like overarching themes, which I think those themes do run through all of their music. But like this one, they specifically were saying like, this is the idea behind the album, (laughs) you know? Um, So they're much more 
I don't know. It's a little less like specific, but a more generalized idea. But yeah. So you have seen them live? No, no. no. I didn't get into them until they uh, had left the U.S. So I didn't get into them until about August or September of last year. And I completely got into them through YouTube. It was just one of those nights where I was sitting at home doing nothing. And their SNL performance came up. On, oh. I don't know what I was watching even. I might have been watching some SNL clips. Um, but I remember being like, yeah, what? Oh, I'll watch it. I've heard of this band, blah, blah, blah. And I watched it for like literally a minute. And I was like, I love this song. Who is this attractive <laughs> boy in the front? Let me see if I can watch another few songs. So I watched like two or three other performances. And I like to say that the point where you know you're in too deep is when you want to learn their names. Once you want to learn their names, you're done. You're already in. You might as well just <laughs> give yourself up. So... Fair. Once you once once you do the video of who's who in BTS, then you're like, well, you've you've given yourself over to the god that is K-pop at that point. You're never going to come back. Just accept it for what it is. If you've gotten that curious, you're in. So I think it took me like three or four videos before I was like, okay, who is this one? I like this one most <laughs> so far. Well, who is he? Explain this to me. And then you start learning their names slowly. And then uh, it's like a you know you're just in it for life, man. <laughs> so um. <laughs> I see they have an upcoming tour, which it looks like they have been canceling them. They canceled the first couple of shows that were supposed to be in South Korea. Yeah. Um, and they're pro- and obviously they're going to be canceling the first or at least postponing the first couple. The kickoff was supposed to be in, I think, in L.A. Mm, um, no, it was supposed to be in San Francisco. Oh, OK. At, Levi's, at Levi's Stadium. Interesting. So, those were supposed to be the first shows. I have tickets to go to both nights of um, the Chicago shows, and I was supposed to go to the European tour. So we'll see. Hopefully it just gets postponed. That's all I can ask for, because let me tell you, I don't mind if they postpone the show. I don't mind if they postpone it until next year, as long as I don't have to give up my fucking tickets. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can assume <laughs> it was. It, if if it, it seems like because I, I, I feel like you said earlier, if you're in it, you're in it. I don't think I've ever come across someone who is casually tweeting about BTS. It is just full on like that is that's this is what this is now. Yeah, this is my life now. It is just a part of me. (laughs) So two. so you were going to go to both shows. Well, you Mm -hmm. are. I'm sorry. Let's let's be positive here. You are going to go to the two shows and then possibly the one in. I was going to go to the two Chicago shows and the two shows in London. Twickerham Stadium. Yes. What an interesting. That's what I said. I was like, I've never, I've been to England six times. I've never heard, fucking heard of that place. I want to go so bad. <laughs> it's the best. Ugh. Um. So you mentioned learning everyone's names. I have them all up here and I, <laughs> I, I do have two questions. The first one is, who is your favorite? Uh, My favorite is Hosek. Yeah. J-Hope. J-Hope, all right. That's my bae. That's my boy. That's my bias. I'm... In K-pop, you say you have a bias. It's not a favorite. It's your bias. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. He looks nice. He, he has his, his hand on the side of his head. He's just kind of looking into the camera. He's, he's, he's a beauty. I love him. And have there ever been... Oh, there's also him, and he's wearing... What is... Is he wearing a bolo? No, he's not wearing a bolo tie. I would not want to misrepresent your bias here. I wouldn't put it past him, to be honest. He is very much very fashion forward. <laughs> um, have there, there have not been any, okay, okay. I guess like 
talk about a, a little bit more why why he's your favorite. Why he's my favorite? Oh my god! Or your bias. Um, he is my bias for so many reasons. If we're gonna be just like base level, his hips. Um, oh. Oh, he's he's amazing. He's he's like the lead dancer of the group. He is an incredible dancer. But he also his rap, he's one of the rappers. Um, I also really enjoy his rap because I would I would equate it to being. I mean, people might not agree with me, and that's fine. But when I think of his rap style, it reminds me of like late eighties, early nineties, sort of like fun, funky, like joyful, going outside, summertime, Will Smith type of rap. Okay. Like it's very he's very, very talented and he's really, really great. But when I listen to him rap, like I feel happy. Like it's very much like I want to go outside and have a barbecue with all my friends and drive around with my like convertible top down and just like bounce the beat and like go to a beach or something. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of vibe I get from his rapping. Um, All three rappers have very different styles, but his is kind of like, it just makes me feel happy. And it's like party rap. It makes me feel good. Um, He's also like, I would say of all the people in the band, he's the one that personality wise, I would align myself with in terms of the way he, he acts to everybody around him. He's kind of, they call him like sunshine. He's J hope because he's like, kind of the hope he tries to be okay. everybody's hope All so right. he's he's always super cheerful he's always super outgoing he's always trying to make everybody laugh he's a total ham um he likes to you know kind of act a fool for the sake of making everyone laugh and stuff but he's also like you know really chill and cool and like cares about all the members and he's kind of right in the middle age range wise. So he's not the oldest. He's not the youngest. He just kind of keeps his eye on everyone. And I just think he's a cutie. He's so cute. And he has a, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm scrolling down the Wikipedia's, which may not be completely reliable, but we got a mixtape here. Oh my God. Hope world is so good. That's, I love it. that's interesting. So do they also, besides being in, in, BTS, do they all have their own kind of like side project mixtape yeah, stuff? Yeah, I would say so. They don't all have mixtapes. Um, we've been clamoring for m- more mixtapes from all of them. But uh, y- Yoongi, who is Suga, his, is his like stage name, and RM, who is Namjoon, the two of them were like rappers and stuff before BTS became a thing. They were kind of like underground rappers. Okay. So they have always been into music into mix like doing their own stuff um you can find a lot of their stuff previous to bts and a bunch of things like that so they have they're like they both have um full mixtapes out plus j-hope has the mixtape out uh the rest of the guys in the band all have like their own solo projects and not like all of them but like Young, um he doesn't have like a solo project out technically but he does a lot he was like an actor in a korean drama um, and he also just came out with like a song off of a soundtrack from a very popular Korean drama. Um, so they all kind of do dabble in doing like other things. Um, so they all, we've been waiting for Jungkook to release his mixtape forever, but he also has like a video, video editing kind of office where he like does a lot of stuff where he records the band having fun and doing all these things and then edits them. And that's like kind of his side passion project stuff and releases them on the internet so people can see and, they all kind of have their their own thing. Their own thing, yeah. Their own like niches of cool, weird man. Shit that they do. I don't but. even know. Like just everything you've told me, I'm trying to think of a a band or a a group that I would that I would even maybe 
want to compare them to? It's it's really really hard. Another cool thing about them that I'll, uh, that has to do kind of with the mixtape thing is that when the full albums come out, when they do these like big tours, um, like the most recent one that just came out last month, there's there's everybody on the album basically has a single song too. So okay. it's it's their way of kind of it's great at the concerts because you get to see them do two or three songs together and then they kind of break away and have this really cool like artsy style stuff where like one guy will do a song another guy will do his single song then they'll get back together and do two more group things and it kind of has like you know the story of the album the story of their their lives or whatever they're trying to do and stuff like that um so it's fun because you get to see everybody have their little moment to shine as well instead of just being like they balance the songs where they're all together really well where everybody gets a line or everybody gets a segment but in the concerts and stuff they all get their own solos which is really fun and I mean, that's super smart because you've got seven people in the group and I mean, seven people doing on stage all at one time for, and, I'd say what, like two and a half hours, maybe. Oh, we went to see, so me and my friend Casey, um, I got her into BTS because I needed somebody to come to talk to them about that wasn't my poor boyfriend. Um, <laughs> we went to see when their tour ended, they did the last show of the tour. They live streamed and movie theaters via fandom. Oh, um, I think it was fandom. I don't remember who did it. Um, but somebody, they, they, you could buy a ticket and we went to AMC and watched the whole concert. It was like three and a half hours. That is it was, nuts. And I, I'm telling you, if you go on YouTube, just look at some of their live performances, your mind will be blown. It's like it, they make Lady Gaga at like the Super Bowl look like a child play. Like it's, it's insane. Like All it's right. just like, oh, okay, this is, they, their last, I, I want to say it was, the mama awards, but I could be very wrong about this. Um, there was a big award show in Asia and they were doing a performance and their performance was like 38 minutes. Like That's crazy. They, they were like the entire show and they had like moving set pieces. They had horses on stage. They had like a giant, like just giant, like Trojan horse style things. They were dancing in water. Like it was a full show for like 40 minutes, but you could never, you could get like, I mean, I love a lot of random music, but like, I you ain't gonna get Ariana Grande up there to do like a full giant thing for forty minutes. No, <laughs> like, it's not gonna happen. So, and I like her, but like, come on, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. So, it, their live performances are just unreal, and it shows how like varied their their whole mm -hmm. stuff is because they can play this and you can't get bored for forty minutes, which is unbelievable. Right. I think the other thing that kind of just if if you can point to anything that just shows how popular they are and you know how beloved they are is you mentioned music videos earlier and mm -hmm. i mean when's the last time i mean these this is the only group i've heard of that everyone gets excited about when a music video comes yeah out. oh and it's so In exciting years. I set an alarm and woke up at like 3 a.m. to listen to their song, the first <laughs> single off this album when it came out. Like I literally woke up and I would have done it the same thing for the music video had Michael not been here because I was like, I cannot wait. And he was like, you can go ahead, wake up and watch your music video. I don't give a shit. And I'm like, I, I can't go that far. <laughs> not while you're sleeping here with me. I can't go that far. There are limits, apparently. If I'm by myself, 100% woke up at 3 a.m. to listen to Black Swan for the first time. <laughs> But that's so wild. Like mu music videos are, I kind of feel like, uh, for me at least, that's kind of a dead art. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, for I mean, I I you know, I I see I see the rumblings of new music videos for BTS mm -hmm. coming out, and it's crazy to me. 
the amount of time that people put into just like streaming their stuff and getting the views and everything it's like they have every single record for like everything on youtube because it's just insane how ready people are for their stuff all the time and i was always like i mean i don't i don't understand it that's cool like if that's what you want to do and now that i'm in it i'm just like well it is 259 i'm sitting here with my coffee ready to start streaming like i'm, I'm <laughs> I, I just I got full into it and I I understand now I get it I get it love it <laughs> it's so weird but I get it so all right I'm gonna throw some questions at you here throw them throw them baby what is your favorite album <sighs> I think it's Wings but but Seven is getting very close the new one okay I just haven't had it enough yet to to like but it's a strong album. It's hard to say because there's so many good ones. Tier two or not tier answer. Answer two is a good one. There's a lot, but I think Wings. Wings was my first favorite album. So okay. And do you do you prefer the uh, Korean spoken ones or the Japanese spoken ones? Oh, the Korean is like how the default is. The Japanese ones are really only released like in Japan. Oh, okay. but they do really cool shit for the Japan shows. Like they go all out and do like musters, which is this whole separate performance thing. Um, and they release them on their website. So like Americans and people can buy them. And it's just them kind of like they get to act a lot more goofy and like do a lot more like weird random stuff than they do for the official tour. So the Japanese musters are must watches if you can find them on the Internet, which okay. you can find everything on the Internet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what was my other question going to be? Okay, here's a great one. What song would you recommend that I listen to? Okay, um, let's see. Knowing me. Knowing you. What song? Uh, let's see. Now, now you've got me thinking. Now you got me like looking at my Spotify playlist of like what what you would like. Hmm. What was the while you do that? Answer me. What was the it was Tool. Wasn't that you were like, oh, I can't find any great. Tool songs that yeah. I like. Yes, I tried so hard. My boyfriend loves Tool, and I love him so much. I will listen to Tool willingly. Still couldn't find a not, song? It's just not my thing. I, there's a couple. I don't know any of the names, but Michael made me a whole playlist of like metal I might actually enjoy. Yes. There's a there's a Japanese metal band I really like oh. that I can't remember. Mac, Maximum the Hormone? Oh, Maybe? I don't I don't know who that is. Something like that. They have a really cool badass woman singer and or I think she sings sometimes and she drums and she's fucking awesome. Maximum um, the hormone, okay. I think so. I think it's something like that, if it's not that exactly, but I really, really enjoyed them. But they're also like kind of weird and avant-garde, and I think that's why I liked it. I just don't do well with like it's weird because I love K-pop so much, even though I can't technically sing along exactly to everything, but BTS has enough where they have like choruses in english but it's the like screamy like like i just can't <laughs> deal with that shit it just makes me want to like it just gives me headaches i hear you um you do like rap and hip-hop and stuff oh yeah so i would say some of my favorite songs are the cyphers which are like just the three rappers who are just if you read if you listen to them and then like watch the translations on youtube they just decimate people it's just like so hardcore it's great um, I really like all the ciphers. I would say Mic Drop is a really, really good one for everyone to kind of jump into because it's very like, uh, it's them and Steve Aoki. So oh. he yeah. We're just throwing out Steve Aoki's name. Um, I love Steve Aoki so desperately. His he pizza's is great. Uh, 
He is a babe. I'll tell you that right now. He has a pizza shop out here. A couple of them. Pizza Aoki. And uh, the the box is very cool. And the pizza is also very good. I love him. He's great. Yeah. There's no there's no downside to Steve Aoki. I think he's wonderful. But um, the Mic Drop Steve Aoki remix version is really good because it's hip hoppy. It's dancey. But also like it's it's a very like um, what's the word? Like it kind of just gets stuck in your head and you can kind of just bop to it all day long. It's really, really good. Um, My favorite song is Bip Say. That's probably that and Dionysus are like my two number one faves. So um, I would highly recommend those. They're they're really really good. <laughs> okay, okay. I like the high energy ones. I do love all their ballads and stuff like that. They all have beautiful voices, and I I really enjoy them all. But like they're super fucking high energy. Like stuff I would listen to at the gym or like when I want to get in a good mood. Music is like that's my go to stuff with them. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Trying to think if I have any other. Oh, okay. So, like, in in most fandoms, there's usually, like, one thing that you personally do that you're like, this is crazy, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, for example, is uh, last year for Mania Weekend, I bought all the streaming events and then proceeded to watch. I had three screens up, and I was watching them all at the same time. Oh, my God. John. Uh yeah, I'm actually very sad I can't do that this year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. It is, is fun. It is yeah. fun. But um w- what would you say is like that level of uh for for BTS? What would that level be? Oh my god. Um I mean, there's a lot of people who like like streaming is probably the biggest thing for a lot of people. I think there's, there's, I saw one tweet when the album came out or the music video came out where it was like a girl who, I don't know if she was just in the library or like worked in like a a tech lab or something, but she had all the computers playing the music video on all different YouTube accounts (laughs) for the views. And I was like, that is dedication. I do not have like, that is fucking insane. But I, I think it was, there was one point where I was listening to the new song or the new album to help it get up where I had it, playing on my TV on my one YouTube account, playing on my like Google, like a uh, Chromebook on another account and playing on my phone. <laughs> and I was just like, what have I become <laughs> just to help like the streams and stuff? Because that's also the other thing about BTS that's crazy is that they don't get radio play. Like they're barely ever on the radio in America. Like we as a fandom, like try really hard to get them played on the radio right. and only like certain places will do it at like 2 AM. So the fact that they're as huge as they are and the fact that their album debuted at like the number two album so far sold the entire year this far is like mind blowing for an album that isn't even like being played on the radio in America. Like how does yeah, that, that is like, that's crazy. I would also say just generally like the collection aspect of BTS is mm-hmm. something that like as somebody who's very, I don't know if it's just part of my job because I'm a very like type a organized librarian kind of person, but like, I love to collect everything. So when the albums come out and when all these little like side things come out and they provide with so much content, I just buy so much content. It's a great marketing tool. Yeah, (laughs) Um, absolutely. But they also do like, it, it really harkens back to when we were like teenagers and it was like Backstreet Boys and stuff and you had to buy this and, or like when they used to do album exclusives, like if you bought this album somewhere you get the exclusive thing for this, you know, yeah. um, exclusive tracks or stuff. I bought um, before, before this whole world 
collapse is happening. Um, they had a partnership with MediHeal, which is like a skincare kind of a thing. And they make like face masks and all this different stuff. And so I was like, oh, you know what? I'll get the BTS sheet masks. Why not? Um, they're really well priced. They were super cheap. So I thought, oh, I'll just buy a box of them. Well, when you buy a box of them, they also send you a box with like 24 cards of the, of the like a photo shoot they did. So like, what? Yeah, I, so I got 10 face masks and also legitimately they sent me like an envelope within the box of face masks and it just has like four by six like beautifully printed photos of them all doing like a photo shoot for this brand and there's like four different sets you can get like a brightening one you can get like the tea tree one you can get like <laughs> there's like four different sets and I was like okay well I need new ones so I'll just order another box I ordered a different box a different set of photos oh my god so it's like, I'll, I, like it's it's their partnerships and the way that they market themselves is like un, insane. So now I'm just like, well, do I need more sheet masks? No, but I get pictures with them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? So I actually went to hobby, uh, like one of the hobby stores around here before we went into a, uh, completely shut down mode and bought like a whole new scrapbook and a whole new uh, like scrapbook pages purely because I'm going to scrapbook all of my BTS pictures into a scrapbook because I have nowhere to put them all. Like I physically cannot yeah. hang, hang all of these in my home because I don't want to look like a complete crazy person. My desk is quite obscene, but uh, I was like, well, I'll just put them in a scrapbook. So like, here's me. I'm like not doing any work. I'm just sitting here like putting pictures of pretty boys and albums. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I have regressed to being 14 again. And I don't mind it at all. Nothing it's like wrong comforting. with that. Yeah. It's like, it's like comfort food for me. It's just like, oh, everything's nice. And none of them are like weird sexual predators like everyone in wrestling is. <laughs> they just are. Like, Shoot week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, just, uh, they're just very nice Korean boys. And so now it's like, when we went to see their concert and watched it at the AMC, I think it's also really cool that for, for me, I feel like fandom for a long time has always kind of like looked down on things women enjoy. So, you know, people Absolutely. Who everything like from fan fiction to whatever, it's always like, oh, crazy girls like this, like, oh, oh crazy women like BTS. The girl who was sitting next to me at this K-pop bts thing is like she was a 17 year old african-american girl who lives in my town and i just turned over to talk to her and be like oh who's your who's your bias you know because everybody was talking before the movie this girl taught herself korean because of how much she loves bts and wanted to be able so she was sitting there translating what they were saying like when they were thanking the crowd and stuff on the show and was like translating it for our row in the movie theater and i'm like what other band can inspire like a 17 year old teenage girl to like learn a language for fun it's That's just nuts. like, That's... and I'm doing it now too. Like I can say like several things very badly, but I can read it a lot better. <laughs> hey, but I'm it's... like, I'm like, Hey, you know what? I haven't done much this year, but you know what? I'm like learning a new language. I'm like learning all about this culture. Um, me and my friend are going to probably go to South Korea. We were going to, we were supposed to go in April. Thank God we missed out on that. Ooh. But uh, we didn't book it. We were just going to go. And then we we're like, oh, let's wait till later in the year and stuff like that because we have so much to pay for. And we're like, wow, dodged, a, <laughs> dodged ourselves there. Yeah. But we're probably going to go to South Korea and, and want to go visit and stuff. And the tourism for South Korea has, I think it's like 40% higher than it ever was before purely because of BTS. Like the amount of money that they make, Korea makes as a, like an act like for their economy just on BTS concerts in South Korea and people visiting South Korea because of BTS is like astronomical. That's correct. That so, is, that's like Beatles band. level. Like, I said hundred percent. They're Beatles level. hundred percent. Wow. It's a phenomenon. Like they are. Ev and I, now that I've like talked about it on Twitter and stuff all the time, I get friends that are like, yeah, I met this like 
random Asian market buying food and there's like BTS energy drinks. And I'm like, get me six of them, (laughs) (laughs) get me everything. So I'm just like, every time I see BTS in the wild, I get so excited and I just start to buy like more merch. They have like a whole line. I don't know if you know what line is, but it's basically like one of those companies that kind of has like almost Hello Kitty ish where they have like mascots kind okay, of thing okay so they all have they have a, a sub thing of bt of bts called bt21 where they all designed their own like character oh. that represents them so you can go and buy shirts and i have a purse and like a pair of like sleep shorts that i'll have like the bts characters on them so not only am i buying bts merch i buy bts21 merch like i have a giant water bottle i bring to work every day that has rj who's less like adorable alpaca like swimming on it yes <laughs> i like, see i see uh he has a little bandana on. Oh, RJ is the cutest. He's my favorite. But uh, these are. A, this is wild. <laughs> isn't it crazy? But it's like, what level of of international and like crazy amounts of appeal do you have to get to to reach like a level where they're making that kind of stuff and they're that popular that they're my Barnes and Noble has a BTS wall at this point in the like fandom, like music, comic book stuff section, there's just an entire wall of BTS stuff. Oh, that's for sure. A a bookseller end cap that they got to make on their own. That's great. hundred percent. But yeah, I have so much BTS related merch now and it's ridiculous. And yet I, I love all of it. I would never let any of it go. (laughs) What's uh what's Van's deal here? This little BT 21. Oh, Van is, um, he's like the representative for army, which is the BTS fans. Oh, so Van, there's there's one for each of the boys in the band, and then Van is like the one that's supposed to represent us. Oh, like the world and the fans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that design. They have full backstories too. If you go on YouTube, like all the characters have like terrible pasts that they've overcome in order to like become friends and get it together, and it's crazy. Like the amount is, of work is insane. Is there any? I would assume. I mean, you've got these little animated characters is there going to be an animated series of these guys uh i don't know but i hope so i mean they have a bunch of animated videos of them on youtube they, but it's not like a full series oh it's they like have pops. Just like, oh yeah they have pops yeah i got them all <laughs> of of the bt21 or do that does bts have pops too oh they got them both baby oh really they have bt21 pops they have bts pops and they also have a two lines of mattel dolls the Mattel dolls are not good. They're really, really hideous. But I do have the J-Hope Mattel doll because my friend Lacey got it for me for um, Christmas. And it, it's really funny. I'm staring <laughs> at it right now. Oh, my goodness. I have this is here. How's, here's how you know, John, that this has gone deep for me. You know, I am a librarian. Yes. You know, my love and obsession with books mm-hmm. and how my life is, is so heavily booked. I have emptied a shelf of my books. And I have gotten rid of an entire shelf of books purely because I need somewhere to put all of my BTS merch. Holy, holy shit. Oh, that I haven't is, even told you about army huge. bombs yet. You don't even know about K-pop army, like army bombs. Oh, Tell me. God. Army bomb. Um, so basically you've been to NXT shows and, and WB shows and yes. wrestling. Have you been to a show yet where I think Coldplay and Taylor Swift really started this kind of trend where you go in and they give you like an LED bracelet or something Oh, and okay. Clothes at yeah. different parts of the show. They did that to us when I went to NXT for Survivor and WB for Survivor Series. They did and that they for yeah. They did well. I don't think we ended up getting the bracelets for 
NXT war game. Oh, God, jeez. Uh, so Lauren just let Henson into here, and he oh. scared the absolute shit out of me. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Henson. Courtney says hello. Holy shit. <laughs> just this little, little black demon coming from behind. So I'll, I'm going to leave this in, too. Um, oh, 100%. That was so um, I, when I record in here, I have these curtains that uh, separate the room. So I close them uh, and I've turned out all the lights except for one light that is on me. And then I have this um, this pineapple that changes colors. I'll, I think you might have seen it on social I media. I have. That's the only light I have. Oh, my God. I got so scared. Oh, my God. You poor thing. What were we talking about? Oh, our, uh, the about army life. bracelets. Or, yes. Uh, yeah, we, we were going to get them at TakeOver, but I don't think we did. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so instead of having them as bracelets, they're basically like light sticks. And so you get like when you go to a concert, you can buy them online too. But I, I feel like most of my friends, you go to the concert and buy it there. Right. Um, but you buy basically this light stick and it does the same thing where you like hold it up at different parts and it lights up and it just looks insane because, you know, BTS has like the Chicago show I'm supposed to go to is sold out and it's like 62,000 people. So Holy everyone hell. has one of these like light sticks. But the cool thing with K-pop is that they're not just like a bracelet, they're light sticks and every band has a different design. Oh, so like the BTS one is like this, like kind of clear globe looking thing. Um, there's other ones that are like uh, ATs is another um, band I really enjoy. And theirs is like kind of like a world with like sort of like a their pirate themed band. <laughs> OK, they sort of have like a like a like a spice, like a, what do they call those things? Like a telescope end. And like stuff you would see on like a treasure map kind of thing style. And then Blackpink has one that's like pink and has like a crown or something. But every band has their own. So if you really like K-pop, you can get like I've seen people who have like shelves of all the different like uh, light sticks for all the different bands that they've seen live. Oh, wow. It's just really, really cool. I can't wait to get one. <laughs> um, so I clicked on I clicked on Van in Google or uh, Google image search. Mm-hmm. And I just found this really cool, like, uh, human version that somebody drew on D- DeviantArt. Oh, okay. I will send this to you. Please do. That sounds awesome. It's very cute. Um, so a lot of collecting, a lot of mm-hmm. stuff like that. What is because in in fandom and with collecting, there's always one thing that everybody wants that is oh. either super rare or or just is a must have. Is there anything, is there like a holy grail of BTS merch? I, I don't know, to be perfectly honest, if there's like a specific thing. There's probably something from like years ago, like before they got huge that people all want. Um, I think for me, it would be anything like given to you by a member of BTS because they only do like meet and greet stuff for Korea. Right. So you can only actually like meet them if you're like in Korea and get chosen to be in one of those things. Or like if you're in the crowd at like stage, you know, like seats for a show. And sometimes like at the end of the show or at the end of the tour, like they'll give like away their, um, you know, their little bags where they keep their like stuff in for the show or they'll give away water or their, you know, different things like that. I feel like that's what I would really like want. 
um, if anything, but I can't think of anything that's like everybody would be clamoring for one thing, but I haven't been in the fandom that long. So like totally take that with a grain of salt. Okay. <laughs> and they, they, they have, these are the original members, everyone that is in the, there, there are no X members or yep. they're okay. all, they're all there. Interesting. That's actually really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. A lot of bands do have like come, they like go solo or come back or break up for a while, but you no know, BTS is going strong with the original crew. Very cool. My last question, which probably should have been my first question. <laughs> what does BTS stand for? Oh, God. Don't make me try and say it in Korean. It's Korean. Oh, it basically okay. translates to Bulletproof Boys. Nice. Um, uh, it's like Bangtan Sonangdan, but I don't know how to say it perfectly, like in how you would pronounce it. Um, but it basically is like the idea of like, they'll take the bullets for the youth. Like they'll be the ones wow. who like, stand up and say shit and like make, make the noise and like stand up for, you know, uh, the not inaccuracies, but like the shit that like, gets thrown on people in their age kind of stuff. Like All they're right. bulletproof. Like they'll, they'll stand in front of everything when things go down and that's cool. Actually talk about things honestly. And yeah, it's cool. Also, like everybody thinks that they're like super young and everybody at work makes fun of me because they're always like, you like this teen group. And I'm like, no, the youngest 20... one in the group is like 24. <laughs> yeah, like, I was oh. just looking at their ages. I'm like, these dudes are not. I mean, you know, when they started, they were young, but yeah, not, at the height of their fame, dare I say. They're all, as I always joke, they're all within the half your age plus seven rule for me. So <laughs> there's no, I, I do not feel any guilt and liking them so it's not creepy for me at all absolutely (laughs) i don't think anyone liking any band is creepy at all so agreed it's just how you perform and how you you act when you like something like just don't be a fucking creep that's just it if you're a creepy toward a band you're a creep in general (laughs) so can confirm yeah (laughs) well courtney i mean i think uh i know more about bts than i ever thought i would yeah i'm 100 percent 100% 100% going to send you some songs after some videos after this. Please do. I will. I will, I will do Your my best. Your mind will be blown. <laughs> I will do my best to consume them all. Hell I mean, yeah. I got the time now, so. Yeah, right. I'm My personal choice thing is going to be while we're all quarantined in our homes, I'm making everyone a fucking BTS fan. <laughs> <laughs> one by one, I shall run through all my friends' podcasts and turn them all into BTS stands. Amazing. Soon you will have a bias. And once you have a bias, there's no going back, oh, baby. No. Yeah, I'm going to figure out who you I bet your bias, your bias is either going to be Yoongi or it's going to be Namjoon. I know you. Wow, so you already know my bias. I, I think so. I think I think you're gonna be I think you're gonna be a Namjoon guy because he's definitely like the most he's like a, a full on like Mensa member. Like he's the most it, it, he's got like 148 IQ. He's spoke in front of the UN. Wow. Um, he's the leader of the group, even though he's not the oldest, which is weird for a lot of bands. Um, but he's like he also taught himself English by speak by watching friends. <laughs> so like he's just and he's also just like very very charming and very sweet and really he writes like the most incredible detailed raps where like he'll use the same like there's one called dang which is like my favorite song but it's not in any other albums it's just a free soundcloud song that they did oh. um, and in it dang is kind it's it's kind of uh, like a, a slang term it uses a slang term it uses a noise you know it has a lot of different meanings in Korea uh, and he uses all different every single version of it in like 
one verse of a rap and it's like fucking unreal. He's like such a good wordsmith. So I think mm. you'll like him the most. Okay. okay. Him or Shoe Guy, I think. One of those two. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we, check back in once you have a bias. We'll check. We'll check back in, and I mean, knowing me, you'll we'll check back in in like seven hours, and yeah, I'll be like, I've got nothing done. Um, Listen, you need happy, dancey, fun time music for your house. Lauren will love it too. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will play some stuff for her as well. <laughs> um, well, this was great. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming Thanks. on. Uh, where... Thanks for indulging me. Oh. <laughs> No problem. I mean, it, the the podcast is called "What Do You Want to Talk About?" So, <laughs> I I am up to the challenge. Um, where can the people find you on the social medias? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Chicago C Rose, and I also have a TikTok that I have not used yet. But man, am I obsessed with TikTok! So if you're on that too, you can feel free to add me because it's mostly just me like watching people dance and wishing I had rhythm. Um, <laughs> But I'm pretty much Chicago Sea Rose everywhere. And I have a blog, too, where I mostly just review books because that's my actual day job. So you can follow that on WordPress, too. It's also Chicago Sea Rose. So just search that and you'll find me literally everywhere. I mean, that's that's what everyone should do. Also, I just bought a Switch. So you, if you're listening to this, you should probably just like at me over on Twitter and get me your friend code because I don't understand what a friend code is. And two people already texted me and asked what fruits I have. In my Animal Crossing, and I've never played it, so now I'm very concerned about what fruits are. So yeah. feel free to add me there too, because I have a feeling I'm going to need help. I mean, the hype is real for Animal Crossing right now. Um, I literally bought it because I was like, "Well, if I'm going to be quarantined for, I don't go back to work for at least three weeks at this yeah, point." Yeah, man. Ugh. So I'm like, I bought a Switch Lite, and I'm like, I guess I'm going to get into Animal Crossing. Yeah, I um, I just I was like, well, I'm going to be quarantined, and there might not be any baseball this season, so I just picked yep. up, I picked up the new. Uh, baseball game and i picked See? up another game john this is the perfect time for you to get into both animal crossing and bts there's no baseball so you need you need another b to release replace your baseball <laughs> so i brought you bts oh my goodness we'll see about animal crossing i might pull the trigger on that as well but <laughs> i don't know you know what my switch like when i saw you got one i went oh and i went to it and i literally picked it up and dusted it off that so yeah. that just tells you how much I, I play the the Switch, and I have way too many games for it, which is... I figure I travel to England at least twice a year. It's be worth it for my flights now. Oh, my God, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so. All right. Well, um, this was, once again, a fun time. Yeah. It was good stuff. Um, and uh, so this has been What Do You Want to Talk About? And we'll see you next episode. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.